I'm Tiffany Josephs. Welcome to Magic Carpet Life, the podcast. I believe this is the most auspicious time on the planet to create a vibrant, soul-satisfying lifestyle, and I'm here to be your guide. Each week, we'll chat about inner life, personal style, creating work that lights you up, and all other ways to bring magic into your everyday life. Your life from the magic carpet starts now. Hi everyone, welcome to Magic Carpet Life, your weekly wonder trip into the infinite discovery of who you are. I'm your host and guide, Tiffany Josephs, and I am here to romance the world to a higher love. Why are you here? Have you thought about it? Have you written it down? Have you shouted it from the rooftops? Well, this is your time. The world has never been more ready to receive your unique magic. And you can think of me as your cosmic cheerleader on your path to discovering just how true that is. So thank you so much for tuning in and let's get started. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I love having a cosmic cheerleader. That's <laughs> the best kind of cheerleader to have. It is. There's like stars in your eyes, there, you know, uh, when yeah. we can mirror that back for each other. It's awesome. Thank you so much for being here. This is Heather Okimoto. And I apologize for saying Akimoto oh, one too many times. It's okay. We've got to say, as I think of you as Heather O, mm -hmm. so I should naturally, the Okimoto should just flow. You definitely have like the coolest last name. Well, thank you. I mean, it's just fabulous. This is, <laughs> is it Japanese? It is. And your mother is? No, my mother is Caucasian. My yeah. dad's from Hawaii, but yeah. Ah, I love it. That's the story. We are going to we are going to dive into all things Heather O. Can I call you that? Yes, that's perfect. That's that's just what I'm going to call o. you today. Heather yeah. O. It just has that My niece and nephews call me Hati. Hati? Yeah. As in just Hati. Just Hati. Yeah, just Hati. Okay. That's also probably <laughs> cooler than Heather O. So, we'll use those two things as we're chatting here. Hati. Um, I am very excited to have you here. I intentionally when I created this space to interview and to share my inner world through the screen, I wanted to bring fellow magic makers. And I live here in Denver, so because we're filming this, I have not had interviews with people out of town yet. That's definitely still a part of it. Um, my dream is to like be all fancy with it and get on airplanes and just travel and do media with amazing people that are visionaries and, you know, being a part of this earth shift. So we, as we're, as we're, we're getting there, we're ramping up and I've got some plans with some friends in Austin and some friends in LA, but it's definitely happening. It is happening. Yes. And I live here in Denver and I love this town. And one of the reasons I love this town is because people like you are here and you're taking ownership in the experience in the movements the potentiality, the potential for movements. Yes. And you do that through a very unique platform. And I want to introduce you to everybody listening, everybody watching. You, you need to know what this woman is up to. And I'm going to read your bio. Sure. And uh, then we're going to get Cosmic Cheerleader with okay. it. And uh, because there's something that I, I want to share with you, something really special that I know about you, which, is, which just adds to your fabulousness. Uh, but your bio, here we go. Okay. Heather Okimoto 
Heather O. Hati <laughs> is a stylist, designer, and the co-founder of Denver Style Magazine. She's been in the fashion and design industry for 20 years and loves playing with food, mm -hmm. listening to audiobooks, and seeking out new challenges. Heather believes that magic, manifestation, and meditation are the keys to creating a well-designed life. Absolutely. Bravo. Thank you. Bravo for writing a bio, which is never easy. <laughs> never easy. <laughs> and especially a, such a personal bio because you don't, there's opportunity to get really deep. Um, but I felt like we were going to dive into some really fun things. Absolutely. There's layers upon layers, layers. in an interview. Yeah. And then even more. Absolutely. We could have an infinite amount of interviews and never and just tap the surface of all the things of who we are. Right. Because it's people's stories and it's what they've been through and yes. um, how they're experiencing life, yes. um, which makes us all unique. Absolutely. Right? And fun. Yeah. Your, fun to talk to. Your uniqueness is something that I love being around. I love being in your energy because how I would describe you to all... It's so funny to see all these cameras here. I feel <laughs> to like people Beyonce, behind the camera. I know. We're like, hey. Um, you have combined this... You have a lot of drive. Yes. You have <laughs> a yes. lot of ambition, um, but you have a lot of grace. And oh, I think that's really you. been, and how I've observed you in the past couple of years of, of being in your space and kind of playing in some of your realms, is that you've really got this recipe, this formula for the grit and the strength and the, the uh, what, what did Melanie say? I've got a, I've got a, mind for business and a body for something. What is that when she said that in Working Girl? But there is something so powerful about stepping into, as a woman, stepping into this startup energy, this initiating energy, this entrepreneur energy, and doing it with a grace. And it's like, um, it's rare to find when it's done well. And you have really been doing it well. So well, thank you. we're going to talk about <laughs> okay. your recipe here. Awesome. Because all of you that are listening, wherever you're at, you might be, there's so many, especially in this town of Denver, we are waking up and we're having these ideas and these, and it's not just an idea. It's not just a mental thing, but it's this, it's the burning mm -hmm. from passion. inside yes yes whether we were inspired by a movie or we have this awakening experience but we want to bring what we're we want to bring purpose in a real actualized way so we're gonna get to that I have this little book that on my coffee table and it's super fun I pull it out it is actually called color astrology what your birthday color says about you and um, so I want to read yours, and then we're going to talk about the irony of this book. Okay, because yes. Of it's fun. That part, yes, this very interesting little piece about you. Um, okay, so here we go. So your birthday is July 11th. 7-11. And it's coming up, mm -hmm. and I feel like a fourth grade teacher right now is story time. So here is you. July 11th, potpourri Interesting. is the color, and it's ambitious, smart, and stylish. So here we go, Heather O. If you were born on this day, and anybody else that might be at a July 11th baby, people born on this day have a natural sense of style. <laughs> Although you have a strong feeling nature, you are able to push your emotions aside in order to do things you have to do. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> 
You choose to keep going when most people give up. Oh. Does that make you emotional a little? A little, yeah, absolutely. Because um, the thing that we, that I've talked to you about with business, um, with Kelsey and with Kelsey's everybody, partner, Kelsey is my partner style. at Denver Style, um, is to keep going, is to really keep pushing. And um, you don't get to issue 12 without mm. completing all of these other things. Yes. You don't get to experience um, awakening until you experience hardship and where you know you don't want to be. Yes. You have to go through it. This is interesting. You choose to keep going when most people give up. That makes me emotional because I don't know if there are those of us who, and I'm including myself mm-hmm. when I say us because I resonate with this. It is a choice. It is a choice. It is a very hard choice because it's so easy to say, well, maybe I'm just not wired for this. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a better, maybe the grass is greener over here. Mm-hmm. Looks like it's easier for mm-hmm. them over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to go over there. And then we end up going through, we end up having mm-hmm. this creative renaissance, this creative potential um, of our lives. And, I, and that could be at any season. Like mm-hmm. we could have a creative renaissance at 65. But there's something really special about our youth and this mm-hmm. stage mm-hmm. of things we start right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we end up going through this season with all these unfinished projects. And I, and I know this to be true. I mean, I am a creative and I am totally <laughs> the squirrel. You know, right? like this, this, this. I've got 10 different things going at once. Um but there's something to really tuning into passion and purpose and not giving up on that. And self-discipline. Self-discipline. Yeah. That is a big part Huge. of your... So Huge I love how this mirrors this. So here's the color. Um, I'm not sure what um, Michelle's, you know, what her methodology is with this. This is just a fun little, you know, one of those self-discovery tools for personality junkies like myself. But um, she pulled these colors out and she says that this color benefits people born on this day because it helps balance some of the ambiguity that you have, um, that you have inside of you. Uh, Wearing, meditating on, or surrounding yourself with potpourri inspires trust in relationships super big we were just having a conversation about that um it integrates strength with sensitivity and independence with desire enabling you to share true love so i would love to hear the story about here's a little secret about this color and about all the colors in this book is that you cannot see these colors i cannot I see them as um, grays, as, as mostly grays. Like a gradient. As a gradient of grays. Um, uh, so I went colorblind yes. in 2010. I visited the Philippines and um, got dengue fever and went, went blind and eventually got my vision back. Um, but when I got my vision back, I only saw it in black and white. And this was a year after I had... Um, I had graduated from interior design school. So after I, you had graduated. After I had graduated. So, so you had this intensive training, <laughs> yes. seeing color. Yes. You go to the Philippines. <laughs> you wake up. Wake up. Um, I, was, I got really sick. Um, lost. I was in a store and holding a high heel, blinked, 
and I could not see beyond the high heel. So you passed out holding the high heel? I just, no, I, I was still, I was still awake, but I just, my vision immediately, I just lost it with one blink and everything passed about a foot away, um, was black. And so I used my phone to take photos and then look at the photos to see how far a column was so I could get to the column and then go from there and see What's where a I column? Could, like a in this in the store just so I could get to something to stand oh, on stand oh, next brace to, yourself brace myself and then get to a chair so I utilized my phone to really be able to get around um, to call someone for help and that was my initial reaction to losing my my vision um, in those kinds of situations you it's better not to uh, panic, obviously. Well, easier said than done. <laughs> I've never said, been in that situation. Easier said than done. Um, and so I went through the process of being blind for a couple of weeks and made it back home, um, opened my blinds, or woke up one night and was like, hey, the blinds are open. And immediately we're like, wait, the blinds are open? I can see the blinds? You were completely blind. I was for two weeks. Yeah, I could you had see. no idea that you'd gain your vision back. Nope. And I, at that point, thinking back on it, I didn't even realize that I was colorblind. Wow. I was so concerned with just being able to get around, get just life. And I was so concerned with, okay, well, this is my new reality. How do I make this work? Wow. What do I do now? Um, and so when I got the opportunity to see again, that changes things. God, I just can't. What was the flight like back from the mm. Philippines to the States? Not um, knowing you'd be able to... Just say... Like, and you you're were just, alone, weren't you? I, I feel had, like I remember I that some, part of the story. Yeah, I had some friends that I had gone there with. It didn't work out. And I had flown back, made it to Hawaii. Had some had family in Hawaii that took care of me and made it back to D.C. Um, but for the most part, yeah, I mean, you figure you figure it out. And... Um, you utilize people around you. You learn to trust yeah. the human spirit around you. And when I was in the Philippines, I didn't have anybody. I had to ask for help from, uh, total strangers. from total strangers, from the hotel staff, and trust that they were going to take care of me, that they weren't going to take all my money, that they weren't going to yes. um, let someone into my room, that sure. um, all of that was going to go. And, and the hotel manager made sure that there was someone that was available for me. And... That human spirit changed mm. how I feel about souls around us. Sure. Everybody has the potential to do great things, but it's a choice. It's yeah. a decision. And um, like your, your podcast last week, it was all about what are you going to wake up? What choices are you going to make, make when you wake up? Yes. How are you going to arrive um, for the choices that you're going to make. And, you, and it's the same you, thing. You experience this in such a dramatic way. I am thinking metaphorically when <laughs> I say that, but you literally woke up mm -hmm. with this, this. is a new reality. A new reality. This is a new reality. So how do I make this work? Mm. And and you have made this work. Absolutely. My God, look at you. You're eight years in, years in. to this mm -hmm. condition, yeah. which is called... Just Nothing. 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 It was just something in your brain because you it had eye fever. It was just something that happened um, as a result of dengue fever. It's not really something, um, dengue isn't something that's uh, researched a lot. There isn't a pill like malaria that you can take ahead yes. of time. Um, 
people just get it. And it's something that happens kind of on a regular basis in other countries. Mm. Um, and people, do, you know, deal with it. Yeah. My symptoms were just a little bit more extreme and caused a little bit of change. And I would imagine destiny played a part. Mm-hmm. Because how could you do what you're doing in the way that you're doing it without, like you said, the struggle and the 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 unique challenge yeah. of what you had to overcome and not give up? Well, and I at that time, I was working in a very corporate setting. Um, mm-hmm. And I knew that I this wasn't the right space for me and I needed to do something. Um, so you were already having that. I was already having that. I was already having this you're not using your creativity. Mm -hmm. The rumble. Mm -hmm. I call it the rumble. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so um, universe decided that I needed to use my creativity in a different way. Yeah. How did that affect you? Maybe not right away, but as you began to like figure out, you know, how sensory things with this new gift, how did that affect your intuition and your own sensitivity? Um, I had to learn how to relate to people differently. People wear colors in a very specific way. Uh-huh. Um, what do you think about my colors? How you've experienced oh, me? Oh, well, it's fun. <laughs> you know, especially like I'll, I'll relate this to men. because like it's my a, couch. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and there's all, there's always texture with you. So I always know that there's, um, there's colors surrounding you, right? Yeah. But for the most part, men wear colors in a very specific order. They wear black, oh. uh, black grays, browns first, and then they'll add in some blues. I'm looking over at Steven. All of those, all of those, right? All of those. Stephen wears the color of mud. Yes. That's, and yes, yes. So they wear earth colors first, and then we'll introduce, um, you know, a blue, and you know, maybe a brighter blue. Um, but mm, they might get a little bold. You might get a, a little bold. But orange is orange is the last color they'll they'll wear. Wow. They'll wear purple before they wear orange. Really? Purple's a little bit more. It's a little deeper color. Um, now, did you know this from design school? I, was... I think part of it was always, I've always just paid attention to um, dynamics of people. That's something that I've always been interested in. I love going to bars and sitting sitting by myself and just watching interactions. Oh my God, that's so fun. It's the best. Um, and it gives you, it gives me personally ideas for the magazine or whatever I'm working on. Sure, because when people show up in bars, they're showing up. They're showing up. They're like, hey, I'm they're getting here. dressed. Especially they're if here they're to single. Be seen. Right. Yeah. They're here to be seen or they're coming in with someone. They're having a night. Everybody has a story when they're coming in. Um, And so it's really interesting. Um, And so it's always been something I've just noticed um, as a stylist and as someone who's worked in retail, I've just always kind of picked up on these things. I know to, you know, bring people certain colors because I can feel their personality ahead of time. Um, And so all of these skills and things that I had picked up along the way, okay, now it's time to use them. And that's what the lesson was for me yeah. was, okay, so now you just it's said, time okay, to use it. I am here. You're, mm-hmm. You were like this. So what do I do with this mm-hmm. now? I've yeah. got what this do I passion. Do? I've got this new way of seeing mm-hmm. the world. Mm-hmm. I've got two hands. I'm showing up. So what I got fired. Thing? Okay. So then that happened. <laughs> so then always, we get, right, because, right, because, because sometimes we don't listen to things and we're just like, no, 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 this is where I need to be. Yeah, security, right? safety. All of it. Yes. All of it. Um, and found an opportunity that allowed me to move to Denver. Wow. And I, in between, from DC. From DC. Okay. And so um, in between that, I had started a styling business and kind of started working on the side, working with people, um, going and picking out clothes for people. Work. I started working with people that I had uh, 
was working out with at CrossFit. Okay. And so they had gone through body changes or they'd gone through lifestyle changes or um, especially in DC, they had left the political corporate life. Yes, that was me. And I left my pencil skirt. What do you behind. wear? What do you wear? You know, your lifestyle is at home, but you don't want to be in yoga pants every day. So I do what love do you a good wear? Pencil skirt, though. Right. I, I need to get some more in my and just wardrobe. have it in your wardrobe. It makes you feel good. Get but one with, with a t-shirt get and one not with like a, a little, blazer. We'll get one with a little ruffle. Yeah, like there's no more Brooks Brothers in my life. No, no, no. God no. Right, and that's what happened. You know, that's a lot of DC. So I um, moved out here and was working for a while. Started a styling business here, mm. and then also realized that Denver didn't have one place to go and look for anything to shop locally. There wasn't a a resource guy that you could go and shop by neighborhood. There wasn't somewhere to tell you where to go and get your nails done. There and wasn't... the neighborhoods have really, since the time you moved here, have oh my really gosh. begun yes. to um, create their own identity. Absolutely. They all have their own feel and their own character and their mm. own um, their own vibe, absolutely. So um, the types of boutiques that go into these neighborhoods also reflect that. And it's been really interesting to see the change of Denver and see like everything that's, you know, come here. Um, And I think one thing that makes Denver so unique is there's so many people that are moving here with different experiences Mm -hmm. and different backgrounds. And that's what's weaving Denver into a very unique and colorful blanket and Colorado Mm. into this beautiful. It's colorful Colorado. Absolutely. I mean, they said it whenever that sign was made. Absolutely. And it's getting more colorful because people are bringing their uniqueness here. They're bringing their experiences. And that's why it's interesting to interview people here because people have lived, they have experienced, they've learned from things and are making changes or or on a constant journey to experience And they're more. aware of that journey. Super Like that's, aware. when you say that, it just makes me want to cry because I get, yes. Right. Yes. My thing I always say is that the tipping point is happening mm-hmm. and it's happening in our favor. Absolutely. And whatever that tipping point is for you, if it's consciousness or maybe, you know, just seeing your, your business actualized, yeah. your creativity expressed. Mm-hmm. Like, in any way you yes. see that. And I talk about, you talked about um, at the beginning, a designed life. Mm-hmm. And that's really sitting down and making a plan of what that looks like. And yes, things are going to change and things are going to happen. And you might decide one day, you know what? I don't want to do that plan, but at least you're doing something and creating something for yourself. Yes. Um, I talk to young people about create something every day. Mm. It doesn't have to be for anybody else. It doesn't have to be for money, but it needs to be for you. Whatever you do, whether you make yourself lunch and you create lunch, mm-hmm. whether you create um, a drawing or you create something that's building towards mm. your your goal. Create mm-hmm. something every day. And be aware of it. Because mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. all, we have to get up and like create an outfit or create, you know, hygiene or create uh, Getting know, a Getting dressed is a choice, right? Yeah, but doing it with awareness and with, with, when I experience when you say that, I think about how creating moving from I'm doing this to I'm creating this, mm-hmm. there's something that happens that it comes up like this. Yes. So it comes from the belly where you've got the passion and then it comes from the heart where there's love for self behind the act. Yes. And then it's like, whether it's lunch, you mm-hmm. know, like, ooh, I want some Dijon in this because mm-hmm. I want some spice or I want to put it on a beautiful plate because yeah. aesthetically that's going to make me enjoy it yes. more. I love that advice. You're very, very 
your zone of genius is most definitely manifestation. Um, because of what you've created, I mean, we have to talk about Denver Style Magazine. And I know I Now we did, both do it. Now we both done it. Okay. I did good here, though I didn't. Yeah. I'm wearing white too, but that's okay. It's double layered. Well, at least if we I, both did it. If now. it got wet, you wouldn't see anything. Um, so you have created Denver Style Mag. You, not just have you created this magazine, but you have helped when you talk about the neighborhoods um, and the, the um, personalities and how they've emerged. You have actually been a part of that. Yes. Um, you can yeah. receive that. I know. Right? It's, it's yeah, like, it's definitely like receiving has been, receiving and nourishment have been my, the two words for myself this year um, to really celebrate and be in that space. So, yes. My initial reaction was, I don't, I didn't create Denver Style Magazine. It's a, I facilitate this. Sure. Um, because it's genuine, like, for me, it genuinely is a community effort. The only reason that we have so much to talk about is because we live in one of the most vibrant communities mm -hmm. in America. Yes. We live in a community of people that are doing things and making things their own, people that are interested in things, people that are interested in trying new things and failing. Sure. The risk. Right? The risk like, involved. That's that's also a big thing. Yeah. It's okay. That is a very special to breed fail of people here. And wow. why is okay. that? Why is it okay to fail here versus another? Um, because the spirit here is you can get back up and do something else. Mm. Like literally maybe part of that wild west, mm -hmm. you know, get back up on your horse. Absolutely. Pioneer spirit. It, you're not going to climb the mountain the first time. Mm. It's going to take you a little while. So you might have to stop or you might have to let go mm -hmm. of that experience for a little while and come back to it. Mm -hmm. But everybody has the opportunity to create experience but also fall apart yeah. and get back up yeah. and i don't know that that can happen in other places um I, this couldn't happen in dc for sure <laughs> i mean there's a lot of similar energies in some of these you know opportunistic towns you know like i totally think of austin and i think of some of the towns out here west but mm -hmm. what you're saying i have experienced to be yes. absolutely true but part of that is because like attracts like, mm -hmm. and I find people like you where we can do this together. Yeah. Whether it's just a simple conversation, whether it's a mentorship, whether it's a collaboration. There's a lot of collaboration happening mm -hmm. in this town. Yeah. And I mean, certainly that's Absolutely. The, the, the heart and the brand of even what you've created. Well, and I don't think it's about being number one. Yeah. You know, um, Everybody everybody here gets to decide what their own meaning of success is. Mm. So if you have a business that's successful for 10 years and you want to stop because you want to go and do whatever, you can do that. Yes. And Thank it's you okay. for saying that. I think you can we cannot let, hear that enough. You can let go of things and move on from them. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. Passion Passion stays, but the way that that looks, the way that we channel that passion mm -hmm. oftentimes changes. And I, I see this a lot with entrepreneurs and other, you know, visionaries is they worship the vision. They mm -hmm. are consumed by it. And then when it's time to let it go, because the lesson's been learned, mm -hmm. it's a very painful process because very they've painful. got all these people around them. Well, and you don't have someone to fire you. 
right? Well, that too. Like you, you said, you that, don't have yeah. you don't have someone to end that for you. You have to end that relationship. Mm. And um, I don't care what anybody says. Like ending relationships in any capacity is the hardest thing Girl. to do. Yeah, the hardest thing to do. Yes. Um, because you're dealing with human souls at that moment, mm-hmm. and you're dealing with um, feelings and emotions and time, yeah, and energy. Um, people have put in some of their lifetime to a project, or they've put in some of their lifetime or energy to whatever, and so it becomes an emotional thing. Yes. And so it's hard to end it, but if you set a end date, just as you would set a goal. For a project or for... a project, for anything. And know that you're going to move on from this. This is a season. Mm -hmm. If, if, you know, that's part of designing your life, seeing what the bigger picture is. What does this lead up to? And when do I end this season if it's not ended for me before that? Yes. That is so huge because it shifts the paradigm. If the paradigm used to be, I'm creating this because the world needs this. Mm -hmm. And without Mm -hmm. me, this would never be. And Mm -hmm. we get all, you know romantic and sacrificial about it and there's just a lot of things thrown into the soup of that but instead if we can embody a certain objectivity to it and you can bring in intention Mm -hmm. so for me when you say that I think how many projects have I started that I haven't intentionally said okay in three months we're going to review this Mm -hmm. because where where I'm at right now in soul lesson you know like deep soul lessons is, is what I'm putting out giving me the return, the equal return or more yeah. what I get back? Is that those, are those two things in balance and in harmony with each other? And so like you said, that's very practical. That's, that's very Heather It's very pragmatic. Pragmatic. Yeah. I know. But you had to be that yeah, to absolutely. experience some of the success with Denver Style. Now tell me about that success. Tell me about what you're most excited about, like start the start from the idea, the startup to how it's evolved now to be episode 12. And even what is the uh, we're getting ready season? For, uh, uh, we're getting ready for issue actually issue. number 13. Yeah, that's it. Um, that's in the process of being produced. Kelsey's at um, some photo shoots right now. Hi, Kelsey. Hey, Kelsey. Hello. Um, and so it's an incredible journey that I could have never planned or designed. Mm-hmm. I have an outline that, okay, I know that I want this to happen. This is where I know where to go. But the paths to get there, um, universe provided that. Sure. The you opportunity. Know, the opportunity the... and things that people that I would have never met. Um, it's incredible to see the the work that we've created, not only in numbers, not only in over 500 pages of content. You know, you have to have all these numbers for um, media kits. And so I have those numbers um, in my head all the time. Um, But really, the relationships Mm. that have been able to happen, the change in um, product offering that's been able to happen Mm. in Denver. The elevation of it. The elevation of it Mm -hmm. that's been able to happen in Denver. That's incredible. That's amazing. It's incredible mm. that girls can go and wear dresses and wear high heels out because seven years ago, that didn't really happen. Right. It just wasn't a place where you could do that. And it wasn't a place where even men felt comfortable with girls wearing heels because there just weren't a lot of them. And so it took a little while, but so everybody's more high style, just, have you found that to be the case in Denver? Absolutely. Does, tell me a little bit about... Especially in... Different, in, especially in um, 
growing neighborhoods. Mm. You know, you see it in the highlands and people are taking the time to get dressed up to go to um, dinner or whatever, or they're having fun with getting dressed. Mm. Everybody has to get dressed in the morning. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care what you say. Everybody has to do it. So you can choose to, uh, you know, wear something you'd normally wear or wear the thing you've been meaning to wear. I... I love that because, so the question that's coming to my mind is people that are listening or watching where they're like, well, why does that matter? Why does style matter? Or maybe you don't consider yourself to be a stylish person. Maybe you do consider yourself to be a stylish person. Um, but to those people who are like, I don't know, I'm just more comfortable. I'm more like, what does style have to do with, or why is style important from you, editor, like putting on your editor hat? Putting my editor hat, it, it starts in the morning. It starts with making that initial choice. Where am I showing up? What am I showing up for? And how am I showing up? Where am I showing up? What am I showing up for? And how am I showing up? Mm-hmm. So immediately, showing up is not an option. Showing up is not an option. Okay. Whether you're showing up for your for meditation on your yeah. on your yoga mat, I don't care what it is. You're showing up to something. So that's powerful. something needs to happen. Yeah, your day you need to cre- something's going to be created. Yes, something's going to be created and every I'm going single to day. bring my unique soul essence Absolutely. into making Absolutely. a sandwich or dropping my Whatever kids off at school. Yeah. I always start with my shoes mm. because that's where I figure: Am I going to have to be on set today and running around? Do I get to wear heels and then I go from there? I where do I want my steps to take me, and how ah. stylish do I want them to be? Starting from the floor up, starting yes. from the feet up. Um, and so that's huh. kind of actually where I have, when I style people, that's where I have people start. What's your day going to be like? I style, when, when I tell people to, uh, choose things that make them feel great, it's more about their lifestyle. It's never about, um, looking the fanciest in the room or sure. being the blingiest. Not at yeah. all. It's about you being able to walk into a room the most confidently mm. in your most you self that you can possibly be sure so if you feel your most you self in an oversized t-shirt and sweats and that makes you walk into a room with your head high and your shoulders back then do it but if it doesn't it's time for change and let's find that thing that makes you do that that's amazing what if i don't know what my you what my true self is what if i'm in that's the can fun style part. help me get there absolutely it's an it's the it's the one thing that can instantly change how you walk, mm. how you look at yourself. And it's not just clothes. It's how you brush your hair. It's how you take care of yourself. It starts from within, too. It starts with what you eat and the things that you do in your lifestyle that are all part of your presentation of your human self. Yes. All how we are showing up. Um, you have... So this is the outer work, right? Yes. But the outer work and the inner work are inseparable. The two help Heart, each other. Yes. The looking, mm-hmm. looking amazing, wearing something that feels good helps the inner. Absolutely. As much as the inner, you know, having an hour of like journaling is also going to increase your vibrance. Absolutely. The best skincare best is feeling yes. good. Feeling good about yourself and knowing that you're confident um, in yourself before before you get ready. Yes. So those two are partners. I Absolutely. like that. I like seeing those two as partners. Um, and But you have done a tremendous amount of work on the inside. I, 
Every day, girl. Yeah. Every day. <laughs> name course, it. Every name it. I love it. It's like my favorite part of every day is to go inside. Yeah. Your words are manifestation, magic, and meditation. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? What's your what's your thing for meditation? What's your recent what what are you geeking out on with meditation right now? Um, a lot of abundance meditation. Mm. So like audio, or? audio. Um, just sitting in silence. Um, sitting in silence. I have a meditation app that I use, but sitting in silence is beyond what anybody could ever do for you. Yeah. What any pill could ever do for you. Yeah. And being able to process your thoughts um, mm. and have a place for them to go, whether that's letting them go. Or being like, okay, I understand. So you just receive them. Are you one of those people that need to write to let them go? Yes and no. Um, There's some things that I definitely write out. I definitely always keep something nearby. Um, I'm notorious for always having a pen on me. Okay. And anybody that... Where do you keep your pen? Oh, I mean, it's in my purse, but... um, (laughs) But yeah, yeah, I always have a pen. It's always super important. Anybody that's ever worked for me always knows keep a pen handy you never know when you're going to need to write something down you never know when your phone's going to die just keep a pen handy i know what to get you for your birthday on july 11th now okay a really fancy heather o pen yes probably a feather on it or something yeah something really like ruffly yeah so i know all the ruffles um but i i take time to exercise that's a big Mm. that's a big part of uh my mind, like letting go of things mm-hmm. and working through things, working through anger, um, mm. working through excitement. What makes you angry? Uh, not, uh, not making changes. So things being still? Things being still or um, redoing the same mistakes. Mm. So angry at self, like being hard on yourself. Not being hard on myself. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know. Because I'm How just like, can we be what, really? Like, really? You know this. Do you know what's interesting, though, is I always receive you as such a grace, gracious, graceful woman. But I think that's because we're always, like, the thing that we're working the most on. So the most graceful people are the ones who are hardest on themselves. Probably. Because we're working with that tension. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? And I... I know how I am. I know my reactions. I know when to stop myself. Mm. I um, have really been working hard on my language and my verbiage of how I ask questions. What do I say when I ask those questions? And what is my tone? Mm. Am I allowing space for um, an open response? Or am I immediately shutting off that response? And that's that's actually a something that I really struggle with. Well, as a manager, as an editor, as uh, all the other hats, any kind of leadership or influencer, there's a lot going on in here. There's fire. It's like, (laughs) It's passion. Right. And I have to, I have to. From a straw. mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And let my passion not take over um, and keep it really even keeled. And I'm a super expressive person. Yeah. And so I have to, learn how to manage that. Yeah. I was on a hike yesterday and I was thinking about that and I was like, man, this is really tough for me. <laughs> um, and it's... The hike was itself. No, no, just no. life. Just, and- just thinking about that um, controlling how my delivery, whether it's good or bad or excited mm. or angry, um, is a real struggle for me. Mm. And I, I know other people would be like, that's what you're struggling with, but that's really hard for me. Because why? Because it's a part of your brand. 
a part, I mean, brand can be cheapened, but when I say brand, I'm saying it's actually a part of, I feel like, let's just elevate that word for a second. Our brand, whether you have a business and you have a brand palette and you have all these things going on for your brand, mm -hmm. your brand ultimately is how you are received, how you express Absolutely. yourself and the purity of how you express yourself and how that is received. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm not just presenting myself to people here locally. I'm also presenting myself to um, corporations that are coming here to Colorado yeah. or new people that aren't quite used to um, a relaxed lifestyle. And so the dynamic of the types mm. of people that you have to work with here changes on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. And so it's just really being able to, um, for me personally, having more control over myself and having, yeah. and having that ability to turn on my excitement, yeah. to control my anger or to control my delivery, to make better negotiations. Girl, I am getting this right now. You are doing that right now. Okay, good. Like I could be like the president of the United okay. States and you would be showing up and I would be receiving you because of the Excellent. grace and the, and the eloquence that you're speaking. I really, really, uh, I, bravo. Because Thanks. the work's happening. Good. I, I appreciate that you for saying that, and I I completely receive that and yeah. love it. For like, those of you listening and watching, just receiving that this this comes from yes, a lot of inner work, the meditation that you're doing, but also a really aligned purpose, mm -hmm. which I asked you to share today. When yes. I sent you an email. I said, "Do you have a personal mission statement?" And it. you came and actually brought my mission statement, a picture of it. Yeah, I actually, framed. yeah, I usually have this framed, but I'm getting a new frame and I have it um, hanging up right above my desk. So I see it often. Yeah. Um, and I've had this for the last nine years. I wrote this in college um, when I was finishing design work. Um, I remember writing it and just like bawling after yes. I wrote it because I was just like, oh, this is like everything that I've gone through. And um, I've really just gone through an incredible awakening um, through college. So yes. I designed to inspire sophistication and influence interaction. I'm a perpetual student, an explorer, and teacher. I believe in function, organization, and simplicity. And all of those are still true. Um, and I genuinely use all of those as kind of a guide when I'm working on things, especially the simplicity part, because we all have a tendency to make things messy. Yes. Um, whether that's in design, whether that's in our life, whether that's in our choices, simplicity. Why do we want to create chaos? I don't time? know. Is it because we feel useful in it? Um, we feel creative in chaos, alive. Oh, there's a, a very interesting book about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we, what we choose to, book? we choose to be in chaos. Um, I'll have to pull it up on my, on my yeah. phone at some point. Um, it's we'll, in the archive yeah, we'll, somewhere. it's in the archive somewhere. I'll put it in a link. Yeah. It's an old, it's by, it's by, um, Rollo May. He's like a really old psychologist, like from the fifties. Uh -huh. Um, very interesting, but mm -hmm. it's all about, uh, the creative lifestyle and, um, how creatives think that they have to be in chaos to receive. And it's uh -huh. a choice. Again, chaos is a choice. Back to choice. And um, I met with an awesome businesswoman yesterday, and we were talking. I was asking her, what's, what's your magic sauce? Like, mm -hmm. what things have changed? Because I've noticed a change recently, and what are those things? Um, You've noticed a change with her. With her and, and her business and the things that she's doing. 
And as soon as she said it, I was like, oh, yes. It starts with home and the space that you are in. Mm. And I mean that in any sense of the word. Mm -hmm. Is it clean and uncluttered? Is it serving its purpose? Are the people outside of... um, outside of your work relationships, meaning the people that you invite to your home, are they the people that you want to align yourself with? Start there. When you say home, you mean actually home. home. This place where you eat wherever, and sleep. Wherever you lay your head down, um, wherever you feel comfort. Yeah. Um, it might You might have a boyfriend that you go and visit. Like, you know, whatever yes. home means to you, make sure that that is a space that serves you in any Beautiful. way that you need. Yes. In any way that you need. Yeah. If that means you need to get away, if that means that you need someone to um, to push you, yeah. and that's what you invite into your home, and that's what you need, but make sure that, the, that your needs are really served in your spaces that you are living your life in. That's beautiful. I'm completely in agreement mm-hmm. with that because our homes, our sense of place, mm-hmm. I'll elevate our home to that, our that's sense fair. of place. Yeah, that's awesome. Is, of course, even energetically yeah. where we start. Yeah. Do I have place? Yeah. And we cannot ascend to any level of success or consciousness if we don't feel solid in Grounded. place. Where does your um, routine start? Mm-hmm. And um, whether your routine starts at a different time every day, yes. whether it starts at the same time every day, where does your routine start? Because that, that is the act that we do that solidifies Absolutely. place. Absolutely. That solidifies. Because I can have that routine and look around and go, oh, especially, oh my God, if my house is a bomb, you know, my mom, I've got two kids, mm-hmm. I've got dogs, I've got chaos. Chaos. You feel it. Yes. You feel it in everything you do. Mm. You feel... Um, urgency in not a positive way yeah not an urgency to produce something for the world you you feel the urgency to get things done because you are behind because you are lacking yeah how much do we allow the outer world to come into our private Mm -hmm. space Mm -hmm. yeah phones with i mean i see this with my partner with my my husband my love and i know so how it's interesting because when i see him on his phone when we're in the house together and it's like he's on his phone, I can look at him. Hi, honey. (laughs) I can look at him and be like, really? Get off your phone. Like, why are you on your phone right now? Am I not special? Or are the kids, is this not exciting enough for you? But when I'm doing, how often am I on my phone? Yeah. You know, in the house, just Mm -hmm. somewhere else Mm -hmm. instead of fully present. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's interesting. Home is a place to be fully present. To be fully present. And like I, I mean, like I said, you decide what that home means to you. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're traveling a lot, it's where you start your routine. Yeah. And having routine is one of, it, it's key. It's key to starting a day. Yeah. It's having some ground. When you have ground. a sense of place, then you have a sense of style. Yes. Then you know, okay, how can I have fun with this mm-hmm. place? Mm-hmm. How can it's I... easier. Yeah. Bring color in, bring texture, bring plants. I mean, I've been talking about this lately, uh, and I do incorporate a lot of home style in the home into life design yes. because it's... To me, it's the most amazing home. It's so fun to be in. <laughs> It's super fun. Oh, I love it. It's my candy. Yeah. It's candy. Like lately it's I've been really delicious. into yellow. Yellow mm. is my, 
like where can I but yellow's tricky because you can't have too much of it no it has to be in different like directions Mm -hmm. it can't all be in the same it's like medicine only in small doses yes yes Mm -hmm. and I got this fabulous um vintage lamp about um a year ago now I've had it in my home and it's like the first thing my eye goes to Mm -hmm. and I try to keep it in the video sometimes Mm -hmm. because I um, it's like this Asian, it's over here, this one. It's so pretty. That one, yeah. And anyways, um, because I want to, I want to have fun. Yes. With what I'm putting out. Yes. Whether it's we all want to have fun with life, right? Yes. You want yes. to show up every day and make that choice to live really fun and vibrantly. Yeah. Because we can, mm-hmm. because that's what makes it. Yeah. Um, my puppies are coming in guys. They're going to jump on the couch and cause a ruckus. They're my favorite. So pause for the puppies. Hi, guys. Hi. This is the moment in podcasts when when it always gets super crazy. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Steven, let's take them outside before they start knocking over cameras. Look, he's like me. He's like, I don't know how to get around. Oh, my God. I have the cutest puppies. There's so cute. Okay. Puppy chaos. Okay, so this... This, this, you have some, you have three words. I feel like it's all like yellowed. Yeah. We're going to get a good frame for this. (laughs) Student, explorer, and teacher. Yes. And when I um, was writing that, I was very conscious of where those words went. Okay. Like in order? In order. Of importance. Mm -hmm. So you're always learning. Always. You're always exploring. Always. And then teaching. Yeah, how are you a teacher now? Tell me about the evolution of your role as, do you consider yourself an entrepreneur? Yes. I mean, clearly like some people are like, yeah, of course I am. But then there's some people that's like, yes, that is part of my purpose. Part of that is um, a growth process and owning that. Uh, When I first started Denver Style Magazine, it was not easy to say, hi, my name is Heather Okimoto. I own Denver Style Magazine. Yes. It I own. I own. Mm -hmm. Now it comes off my tongue like nothing. But I had to stand in front of a mirror and convince myself yeah. that, I, that I owned it, that yeah. I deserved to talk about it, that I deserved all these things. Yeah. And so to say, yes, I'm an entrepreneur, is an evolution of self-discovery and um, self-confidence. And totally agree. I totally understand the people that are just not there yet. I remember when we first started Denver Style Magazine, I told my interns to tell people that we worked together. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was just that like was just that was just easier for you to show up. It was easier for me to just be a part of a part of people rather than um, mm. to always be a leader. Mm-hmm. And so to own that role is yeah. big, is really big. And so you have I had to grow into it. There's something with that to grow word, into those there? shoes. There's a reason why "own" is the name of the network mm-hmm. that Oprah yes, right has started. Oh my. Because there's power to that word. To owning things, to owning your decisions, to owning what you are doing, to mm. owning to your owning lifestyle, your mistakes. Your mistakes. This might not mistakes. work, but I'm owning what I'm putting into mm-hmm. this. And and understanding that failure too. I mean, I've definitely there's issues that I look at and I'm like. Mm. That wasn't, that's not my favorite. I failed at this. I know, but I also know my potential. I know yeah. what I can do. Yes. And yes. so recognizing that and saying, okay, not anymore. You're done. So that's how you deal with mistakes. Yeah. I'm personally. very, um, <laughs> I'm just as pragmatic with myself as I am with other people. Okay. I don't have, 
um, room for bullshit yeah. at all. Um, I have talks with myself in a mirror, looking at myself in the eyes yeah. and telling myself, you're done. Yeah, this is done. This Let's is be done. clear. Let's be clear. Mm. You are not doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. This action is not serving you. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. So you're good at create, part of creating is having to destroy. Absolutely. And eliminate. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. a learned process. That's part of owning. Because mm-hmm. you don't have time. You don't have time. For the- um, my original awakening, I was, I kind of was thinking about this. I, I think in most people's mind are like, oh, well, you had an awakening when you lost your, when you lost your vision. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, that was huge. But before that, I had gone through a process of um, losing about 70 pounds. Wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and wow. all, I had grown up um, heavy my whole life. I had grown up just in a different lifestyle. And mm-hmm. someone said to me, well, you don't have to eat that. You can choose what you eat. And that was huge. In that moment. In that moment. You were just ready to hear it. I was just ready to hear it and accept it and be like, oh, I can make the choices of what I tell that waitress yeah. to give me. Oh, I can make these choices. Um, and that was about, I would say about 10 years ago, I was 25, um, and started making different choices. One by so one. One by one, small, super, super small. My first choice um, when I decided to change my lifestyle was I was not going to eat, I was not going to add condiments. Mm-hmm. So for one full week, I stopped adding condiments. And it started that way. It really honestly did not start big. It started with that. And then I got to a point where I would lost 30 pounds and I was like, okay, I'm ready to exercise because I feel a little bit more comfortable wearing shorts. Mm -hmm. So I know that there's a track nearby. My first goal is to walk to that track. Okay, my next goal is to walk to the track and walk around once. Wow. And it was one thing at a time. It doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen... um, immediately if you want it to be a lifestyle change it has to be a change that you incorporate into your lifestyle you're really comfortable with the the build yes i love there that. aren't a lot of people the exploration there. oh that's the explorer in you mm-hmm. so that you can collect the things that you want to collect those experiences so that then you can go out and teach For sure. i love collecting experiences information i think um that's genu- genuinely what makes me a great editor at this and doing mm. with this is because I'm constantly interested in different things. There's not one thing that I'm interested. I'm not interested in reading um, one thing over and over again. I, I love, I'm an information junkie. Yeah. I love knowing about new restaurants and just putting, filing that away. Um, because you'll hear someone, oh, I'm looking for a new rest- you know, Mexican restaurant in wherever. And you're, and you're like, oh, well, I read about that wherever. Um, and so I love that's what makes you a great curator. That. I loved yes. Yeah. And so the experience is the same way. I love to um, try new things. I love to rebuild. I love to get to a point of just um, loss mm. to create. Clearing the decks. Clear it out. It's what I say with my table. Oh my yeah. Table collect stuff, right? Yep. Clear the table. Clear the table so that we can put. New stuff on yeah. it, whether that's the a that, beautiful meal or whether that's like, you know, a board game. Absolutely. The table's always getting cleared yeah. for other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I think we want to, um, this got paused, that got paused. This is over here. And um, mm-hmm. 
So at this point, I think our, our connectivity, ha we've talked a bit, so our connectivity is cray. Yeah, this one's losing it, and I don't know what happened here. Oh, that's okay. It's okay. So I, so we'll do some Q&A, but okay. I think what we're going to do, for those of you listening, those of you watching, is we will do a um, Facebook Live yeah. when we post this, and then we can do some Q&A there for people to tune in, and that'll be um, exclusively for some Q&A, because there's so many things, so much wisdom that you have to give, I think especially to person, let's call her Nancy, okay? Nancy has, um, it's actually the name of my jade plant. I named it after my neighbor. So she's like, Nancy. Nancy is, you know, in this, maybe she's corporate, okay? She's in a corporate job, but she's got these, the, she's going through her creative mm -hmm. awakening, mm -hmm. her spiritual awakening, her creative awakening. And, um, and I love your awakening story. And I think that what you have embodied in that process, you've gone fully into it, fully into that lesson. And so now you're able to teach somebody who maybe wants to do a startup. I've got this great idea. What is the, what is the biggest thing that you would say, the most important thing for Nancy to know in her time of transition? She's in the very beginning stage of it, the ideation of it, the awareness. Create the most clear um, path of what you want your business to be understand that first and make it crystal clear to yourself so that when you talk about it, there's no question. Okay. You can talk with, about your business, your idea with confidence, and you fully believe it. No one else is going to, um, no one else is going to make your product. No one else is going to write your book. No one else is going to do those brilliant and genius ideas that are manifesting in your head. Yes. They're waiting for you to do it and for you to give it life. And it's only you, Nancy. It's only you, there Nancy. It's only be, you, Nancy. There's, there, you know, I, and this is a creative process for me where I'm like, this idea, this idea. And then I go and Google the domain and it's like, oh, somebody's already doing this or somebody else out there. So won't there always be somebody else out there? Absolutely. And that's... The awesome thing about it, right, is you get to see what everybody else has already done, how people have failed, yeah. how they've learned from things, yeah. and make it your own. I wasn't the first person to start a magazine. Of course. But I get to pull ideas from magazines that are established, that are creative, um, that are new, and look at what they're doing and take ideas from that and see what not to do. Yeah. It's very like um, steal like an artist. Yeah. It's very... Absolutely. I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel. I'm just trying to um, provide, share information in a creative way. Mm -hmm. And that's what everybody else is yeah, doing. Yeah, and you're sharing, you're sharing information that comes from your innermost experiences. You're sharing your unique energetic signature. And um, that's what I... That's what I absolutely am here. That's why I am here is to be a channel for that myself yes. and um, to inspire more of that. Because mm -hmm. can you imagine a planet where not just people are waking up, but where people are bringing that forward, bringing that forth, whether that be their style, mm -hmm. their, um, their homes are mm -hmm. that 
bring in that that vibration or especially their businesses Mm -hmm. doing work that lights them up and I remember when I was at in DC and I was working in my cubicle and and you know I was a think technical writer when I first started to get my ideas cooking and I had a I had one of these and mine said do what you love love what you do Mm -hmm. And I kept it there, not because I loved being a tech writer or working in change management, which at the time I, my gigs were, but I believed that that had to be true. Mm-hmm. That even though my world, my life, I mean, besides being a mom and a wife and having a home, but career-wise, that I knew that that was possible. Yes. I didn't know how to get yes. there. Yes. But... I knew that that was possible. Mm-hmm. So having something like that, writing down a mission writing statement. Writing things down mm-hmm. is powerful. Yeah. That pen to paper and the act of moving um, from your brain and your spirit out of you. Yes. Is super powerful. Yes. Because when you write something down, besides burning it or what, it's, it's, in, it's, it's in out me, there. It's out there. It's published. Mm-hmm. We all... Must be publishing more yes. of our inner world. Yes. What is the Martha Graham, you know, if we, the world won't know it, that, that whole, mm-hmm. you know, quote. We have to bring it forward yeah. or the world will not know it. And this is a time that, and I believe with all my heart, that this is the most auspicious time yes. for us to bring it. Publish your manifestations. Yes. There is a place. There absolutely is a place. So I think we've covered Ooh, some apps, very, very helpful and yeah. juicy and inspiring things Super today. Juicy. I want to take it now to you all and hear from you if you are, um, he's pointing at this camera. <laughs> I'm like, hi, we're at this one now. Um, if you are hearing this, no matter where you are in life, maybe you're you know, Nancy the tech writer sitting in her cubicle, or maybe you already have done multiple startups, you're a serial entrepreneur, you're out there, you're expressing, you're doing the work required to do great things in the world. Um, what from this conversation inspired you? What part of Heather's story um, spurred maybe a new direction or a new approach that you want to take to bring your magic. Um, Maybe that has to do with style. Mm -hmm. Maybe that has to do with what you talked about, um, just the mirror work that you do and some of these personal rituals to keep your light burning brightly. Um, Leave a comment below and tell us, or you can fly on over to magiccarpetlife.com and join the conversation there. I hope you will. And once you are there, Keep engaging with me. Tell me um, about yourself. Connect with me. Follow me on social. I am on Facebook. I am on YouTube. You can subscribe to my YouTube where these are posts every week. Um, I would absolutely love to have you in on this adventure, this magic carpet ride. Uh, So head on over there, connect. But before you do, remember this. There is a higher love at play and it is always working for us. Our only job, is to be conduits for this love, to keep the channel clear, be unique about it, which we talked about today, Mm -hmm. and stay in joyful anticipation. Thank you so much for joining us, and I'll see you next week on Magic Carpet Life. I'm Tiffany Josephs, and you've been listening to Magic Carpet Life, the podcast. For the visual version of this, 
head over to magiccarpetlife.com forward slash the show and then follow me socially on Instagram and Facebook. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Thanks for tuning in and join me next week for another Magic Carpet Ride.